Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Broadway Jets podcast. You'll know me from Twitter as NYJ Mike. I'm joined as always by the master of receipts, NYJ Matt. And today we have a very special guest from the Daily News. We've watched him blossom into a Jet fan right before our eyes. It's what? DJ B Enemy. Before your eyes. You guys How, dude, you are becoming a Jet fan. Some of these tweets about playing Madden with Zach Wilson and what the, I, playing Madden with the Jets is fun because it's so bad on the game. It forces me to have to really turn into a coach, a player, <laughs> everything. I gotta like dig into my bad and get some W's. So when I go and play with regular people like the Ravens, like right now I'm on a seven game winning streak with the Ravens online. Oh. I play with real, or I play with a good team now. So are you using, I like are you using Tyler Huntley or Lamar? Brother, using Lamar. Here, here's <laughs> the reason why you pick the Jets and Madden. It's a win-win. If you win, you tweet out that Zach Wilson had five touchdowns, 400 yards, and everybody freaks out. They're like, yeah, DJ and the Jets. And if he throws for five picks, you can tweet it out and troll Jets fans and be like, your quarterback sucks. So it's a win-win for you. So I get what you're doing. A win-win every time. <laughs> When Zach, when I when I tweet out like, "Damn, Zach got four picks before half," I got Jeff fans saying, "Maybe mad it is realistic." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, DJ just scheming, and he came when we first came on the uh, the air. Before we came on the air, DJ's like has a sneaky look on his face. He's like, "I'm sending out a tweet." <laughs> so uh, funny. It's, it's great, but DJ, take us through year one being on the beat. The Jets beat has really been around. For the, it was the same guys for really five years. So Connor, Rich, Kaz, Dennis, like the same guys are there. And you obviously took over the mantle at Daily News. So being the new guy, take us through year one, your thoughts of, of being on the Jets beat. Man, um, the year one was 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 fun. I will say that. Like the Twitter interactions were fun. Seeing fans at training camp, that was fun. Um I think the biggest takeaway was like how much shit really doesn't matter in the beginning, like OTAs. Like it matters for the players and the coaches. But like the way we cover it, it don't matter at all. Like, remember in OTAs, Isaiah Dunn was like a budding potential starting cornerback. And Isaiah Dunn, I think, played five games and started one game. And you can make the argument he cost the Jets the game against the Dolphins because they were able to attack him um by like you know, tricking him, tricking his eyes. And that's why that you know Matt Collins was able to score that 65-yard touchdown. But like remember in OTAs, he was like a name. And yeah. like obviously, you know, saw what happened. You know, he didn't play much. Zach Wilson looked really good in OTAs. Like really good. Well, he and- was going against the, the 32nd defense in the NFL. Look at them. Just throwing that out there. But yeah. And then we saw what happened during the season. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, you know, Bless Austin was telling people. You know, I'm the real deal. I'm trying to get my next contract. It was cut at the end of training camp. So, like, a lot of that things. That awesome. cover, Holy shit. A lot of things that we cover, um, you, you learn how, like, it's it's all evolving. And storylines that are a thing in, in July, June, August, may, probably won't be a storyline by October. Um, so those are a few things that, you know, my takeaways. The people on the beat, um, I understand why Jet fans – uh, despise them, but I think a lot of that just comes from the fact that 
us media guys, we're we're in the middle, right? We deal with the players, we deal with the fans, so we're really the middleman. So when a team sucks, we got to go ask the players why you guys suck. So that could be tense, and then we got to write about it and then give it to the fans who are already pissed off about it. So then they have to then, you know, digest that, and then now the only way they can voice their anger is through us. You feel you feel me? So sometimes if we write something that you might not like, it's still most times still somewhat accurate, but you're just pissed that your team is not good. You're just tired of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I beat that a long time ago, and that's why I don't take nothing personal. There's only one thing I take personal, and his name won't be mentioned because he ain't shit. But that's about it. <laughs> I think I think I might know it. I think I might know it. But I I like what you're saying because the Jets beat is very unique, and Jet fans go at them a lot. But I think there's moments where, like, Connor, for example, he's, like, young, having fun on Twitter. And fans, I think, relate to him and you a lot more than a Richard Cause. Because Richard Cause have been there for a long time, but they are a little bit more negative. And you can be negative about a negative team. But, like, an article heading of Will Mackay Becton eat himself into mediocrity. Like, right. is that the best way to go, Rich? Like, I don't know. Like, a kid's, like, 22 years old and it was pretty good his rookie year. But I get it. I get it all. But I think, like I said before, you've kept it fresh. You kept it unique, and and we appreciate your contributions to the beat. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it, it was a very fun year to cover. Um, for me, obviously, you know there were highs and lows. Like last week, I'm not gonna lie. The Bills week, I was dreading it because <laughs> back no Elijah, no Corey, no Braxton. Yeah. Tyler Croft, no Ryan Griffin. And Ryan Griffin, Tyler Croft should have started on most teams. But again, like. Then you're at the backup of those guys. But I 10 degrees in Buffalo. Right. You joined, you joined at a crazy time. This is like a wild year after the Jets just suck for 10 years. Yeah. And then you come in and you have to deal with all these maniacs while Twitter is <laughs> at its like most popular. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like. That, that was probably the only week I, I wasn't looking forward to. I knew, like, Zach was going to play, like, crap. The old line probably was going to look that good because they were the without fan and governor. And then Crowder got hurt. I'm like, it's going to be a long afternoon. Like, oh, yeah. Week, week 18 was awful. Speaking of the offensive line, I actually thought the Jets' offensive line, I think, played about as well as you could have expected this year, especially once Beckton went down. Like, Fant and McGovern had career years by all accounts. I agree. That's why um, I used to get so annoyed when people would suggest Jackson the center. For what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you love centers. This is <laughs> DJ's on Twitter. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting because, because like, like, go ahead. You know, I think a center in the top five. Like, bro, what are, like, have you, like, you can get a starting caliber center that can be a pro bowler Later in the draft, why use a top five pick on one or even a top ten pick on one? For what? Oh, well, he's generational. You never know. Like, he's one of one. Well, I don't give a fuck. If he's generational, I don't give a, if he's going to be a Hall of level type center in year one, it doesn't matter to an extent, especially when you already have a good center. You know what I'm saying? Like, Connor, Connor McGovern, he's a good center. Is he the best? No, but you don't need the best. Like, that's not going to make or break Zach Wilson's development. Getting that man some weapons is what's gonna make or break his development. So, you want, you want, um, oh yeah, you want Jamison Williams. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, he just blew out his ACL, so like, you can't take him in the first round. That'd be stupid. 
I would take him in the second round to Harpy though, because you have another second round pick. Like I'm down. If you look at the history of the Jets second round pick DJ for like 12 years, it's, it's nothing. Like they contribute nothing. So if you want to take a flyer, it's forever really like, it's like Gastineau, they just have like two pro bowlers that they draft in the second round. I, I do think the Linderbaum point, and I agree. I think when I was more, hey, take Linderbaum with Seattle pick if it's mid first round, that could be a play, especially because McGovern had a good start to the year, but you didn't know if he was going to sustain that. And he did play well. But Connor Rogers is a name that is very beloved by Jeff Twitter. We've had him on the pod. He's a great dude. Love Connor. He well, mocked, he well, mocked well, Linderbaum to the Jets. And, like, everyone was like, ah, I like that pick. And then after he didn't mock them, people started going back on it. So Jets Twitter is, I think, more on your side with not taking Linderbaum with the Seattle pick, especially now it's top 10. I always thought that pick would fall, like, 14 to 15 range. So I'm fine with not taking Linderbaum there. But who knows what they'll do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree. So. All right, want to go in the top five here? Yeah, we'll snake it up. So we're going to do a snake draft top five moments of the 2021 Jets season. So obviously, you know, if you get the third pick, you're going fourth, you'll be the snake DJ, as our guest, you get to pick where you want to draft. So you can draft one, two, or three in this draft, maybe a little strategy here. Take it away. Well, one. All right. You want one, Mike, what do you want? You better at two or you want the snake? Wow. I'll take the back-to-back picks. Okay. DJ one. I'll go to Mike, your three. DJ, you're on the clock. Any moment from this year, your top Jets moment, where are you going? Oh, I'm going Mike White throwing for 400 yards. 405 yeah. touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> that game was crazy. Because, like, if you ask every single Jet fan, what do you think will happen against the Cincinnati Bengals, who the week before beat the dog shit out of the Ravens? Yep. Like, yep. It's going to be ugly. You know, Joe Burrow was cooking. Jamar Chase just had 200 yards against Marlon freaking Humphreys. And you're like, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, it's going to be a bloodshed. And then, like, before you knew it, oh, yeah, the Jets have a chance to win this. I mean, they want it. Like, that that was that that was one of the funnest, like, two-week stretches, the Mike White stuff. Because you genuinely had Jeff fans believing that Mike White might be the answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, something like, oh, let, let Zach Wilson sit on the bench and, like, not play. You know, let him continue to learn on the bench. It's just ride this thing out with Mike White. There's even some people in the media room that was thinking that. It was and a debate. I, it was a debate. It's crazy. I just couldn't believe what was happening that day. Dude, the, the Mike White game is a first-rounder. Definitely a first-rounder. It's a top-three moment. I've been to over 20 Jet games in my life, and that is the first game ever I can look back and tell my kids, like, I was at the Mike White game. I was at a ton of games, like wins or losses that are garbage and down years, but I was at a game where a random backup threw for 400 and took over the New York market for a full week going into the indie game. Unreal. Unreal. But Mike It's crazy that – yeah, I'll go, but it's crazy that the number one moment of the season, I would have also picked that, is not Zach Wilson, but we're all still – you know, on the Zach Wilson train, like it was not an unsuccessful rookie year for Zach, which is, you know, it got kind of dicey there in the middle. But speaking of Mr. Zach Wilson, I'll... do you have the two pick or do I have the two pick? Oh fuck! You're you saying you're pick? Yeah, I'm, I have the two pick. God and damn it! I'm I, gonna... gonna... I hope you don't take mine. Speaking of Zach Wilson, I'm going with the point to Corey Davis. 
the no! Tennessee. I, there's a better moment in this game, I think, that at the time it meant more. But that photo of the point, telling him to go long, it was probably not like the best throw, like the best decision to make that throw. I think Coach Sala even said after the game, like as soon as he threw it, I was like, please don't throw it. Uh, but <laughs> obviously that really sparked that offense. And after you win that game, you had momentum going to London, thinking that this team, oh, you know, shit, they won the game. They're one and three. Maybe they're going to like make it work before the bye week. And then the Atlanta game is garbage. But I'm taking the point at number two. Damn, I was going to take that. So that sucks. But that's going to hurt my graphic. But I'm going to go. Now I get back-to-back picks. I'm going to take the Elijah Moore 62-yard touchdown against the Dolphins, which only could have been more perfect if Zach Wilson threw it instead of Joe Flacco. I am. I mean, it's crazy that Joe Flacco is still making an impact on our team after all this time. But uh, I'll take that. Dude, that was one of those moments where you just were like, let's go. One of those pure joy moments. You're watching with your buddies. You get up off the couch. You're like high-fiving each other. And that hasn't happened a lot the last couple of years. So that was uh, that was an incredible moment and kind of really cemented Elijah Moore in his like mini breakout. Uh, and I think he won player of the week that week, the Pepsi rookie of the week, which five jets won. And then I'll go with uh, Zach Wilson's touchdown to Connor McDermott. Everyone loves a big man touchdown. Zach said it was his favorite touchdown of the year. I wanted to take the Titans touchdown, but I think that's his probably his second best touchdown of the year. And I, I won't spoil another touchdown, but maybe we'll discuss it later because maybe someone else will pick it, but those will be my two. Hmm. And then back – oh, and back to you, Matt. Yeah, the McDermott touchdown, I think, is a top five moment. I think the ones that have gone off so far are the right ones that have gone. I'm going to take chalk here. I think this is the next big moment, and that's the the 60-yard touchdown runner, 55-yard, whatever it was, Zach Wilson against the Jaguars. That was a – that was a weird moment because I was watching on, on a delay. I had COVID. So I'm watching that game and I saw a text like, what a run. And I'm assuming that they were talking about a different game as like my buddies. And I was like, all right, what game are they talking about? And then Zach rolls out and he's going right. And I'm like, oh shit, that's a pretty damn good run. And then obviously the players like let up for no reason at all. And Wilson ends up scoring. So I'm going to take the long touchdown run for Zach as my, my second best moment. That was a good one. Hmm. I- Kind of, I, I don't know. I didn't have that. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not it's not a forgettable moment. That was probably Zach's back. best play, other than the point. Is it back to me? Back I to think you. DJ gets two, right? Back to you. Back to back text. So, I'm surprised you guys haven't mentioned this. It's probably the best goal of his entire rookie season. It's the one that Denzel Mims <laughs> against Carolina. Oh consider what happened to him stepping into the pocket get it absolutely sandwiched by one guy and throwing an absolute dart on the rope into a cover hole a cover two hole shot that's probably his best threat. like that's the one to throw where you're like yo this kid can make throws that a lot of kids can't make because you know if you go through the list of quarterbacks that can make that specific throw because I, you know, I mentioned like the throw to Keenan Cole and the throw to Corey Davis. Not that many quarterbacks, man. I said like about ten. But that specific throw to to the Denzel Mims, the the number shrinks. Like Tom Brady can't make that throw as great as he is. He no, can't that's make the, that's the Rogers throw. Like that's the come. Right, right. Like I don't think I think maybe Matthew Stafford can, but like 
We're talking about a very, very small crop of quarterbacks that can make a throw like that. Um, you know, so I think I think so I'll go with that one. And yeah. then I think for sure the one to Keenan Cole for like 57 yards. Against the um, I think that one. Oh, you're talking uh, about the, in the Titans game. I see. Yeah, I think that throw was better than actually I take that back. Nah. Top more, I, I'm gonna go with um Brennan Eccles catching that pick six against the Dolphins. Good answer. Nice. Yep. Yeah, on my list. my list. On my goddamn list. So Dude, that was fucking at that point you're like, oh shit. You know, I'm not I'm not speaking for y'all, but if you're a Jets fan, you're probably thinking, Oh my god, we can win this if you're a Jets fan. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. But oh shit, we we can win this, you know what I'm saying? But then you know defense. Yeah, that tied the game. I think that tied the game at 24, which is crazy. And then a fun fact, DJ, you might not know this because you're obviously newer to the Jets. The Jets had a pick six in 2013. Antonio Allen had a pick six against Tom Brady in 2013. They then went five years without a pick six or a fumble touchdown. Five whole years. So their next one happened in 2018, week one. Darren Lee picked six against the Lions. But they went five years. That's why Mike and I, we always talk about that stat. Anytime an interception for a touchdown happens, we go fucking crazy, even more than the, the score itself. And that was the Echoes play. So that's a great pick. Well, let me, so let me uh, ask you guys this. Did you go crazy when Jamal caught the pick six against, uh, against Jared Stidham? We were so we loved Jamal at that point, yeah. <laughs> I, I Matt I was so happy. You didn't you have the like the over or something? Or I, they wish, just covered? I wish someone had the video. My friend talks about it all the time. It's a meaningless game. Right before that, we had a fumble returned, a punt return fumble that they booted in the end zone. The game is over anyway. I think I had the Jets and the points, and I it was covered. 30 nothing, yeah. Before so I, the- I remember freaking out, and I remember saying, Good for him. Everyone was like, he can't pick the ball off. It's his first ever touchdown, his first real like big pick. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Happy for Jamal. And my friends made fun of me. I was jumping up and down. And we're down 16 points now. And the game was over. But the fact that Jamal was a, he was my favorite player. And Mike probably the same. The guy was an, a, an absolute beast for us. And was a great dude up until right. kind of wanted to get out of here. And and the rest is history. So I saw that game, I bet with the Patriots. So needless to say, yeah, I was. I know the spread was about like 17 and a half points or something. And then they put Brady back in after that. <laughs> they took him out. Belichick can't handle that. Matt, back to you. Yeah, I'm gonna go. This is my last game moment. I think the next two are gonna. I'm gonna go outside the box, but this is the Braxton Barrios kick return for a touchdown. Um, is that what you're going there? Yes, I was gonna pick this next. Now I have, to have two other ones. <laughs> the the, the Barrios touchdown is cool because he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Had a hell of a year. Punt return, kick return. A very good backup slot guy, and he ha- he needed one more thing to bring him over the top, like a big memory, and that was that kicker turn. So that I'm gonna go with Braxton there, and then I think uh, DJ, you're I'm guessing you're at that game. I wasn't there due to COVID, but was the crowd going crazy with the the Braxton touchdown? Absolutely, they're going, they're going, they're going bonkers. I mean, that game, that game was a pretty good game, though. The Jags game, that was a pretty good game. Um, and, and, that was an entertaining game. In hindsight, if the if Trevor Lawrence puts the ball in from the goal line, right? 
he got, he went out of bounds. I think it was actually the right play to do. People give him shit for it, but it stopped the clock. So I didn't mind Trevor Lawrence going out of bounds there. But if he scores a touchdown there, the Jets lose that game. Everything else falls how it did. We had the number one overall pick. That's brutal to look into. But and whatever. also remember on on the play that Mosley dropped the pick, he kind of uh, I forget who the receiver was. Was it Laquan Treadwell? He was like he might have been in. There's a weird screen grab of him like, and they hurry to the line, and he might have been in. But yeah. Mm-hmm. DJ, I think you're going to say something. No, I'll show what I had to say. Okay. Mike, Good to go. Do I, do I Mike, you're off. Yeah. Gonna, the Barrios touch, and that kills me. So I'm going to go with um, Mother of Dick. <laughs> fucking stupid team. I'm going to go with, with LaFleur going into the booth. It was a big moment for the Jets season. I mean, after that, then the Jets were in that crazy run with the backup quarterbacks. And then once Zach came back, you know, he only threw two picks, of course, in the last five or six games. So the Booth LaFleur experiment worked terrifically. And it then, good pick. I'm happy I took one off your list. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to go with the first tailgate of the season. There's no, there's one of the best moments. And usually it's week one. The Jets play, the last couple of years have played at home a bunch of times week one. But this year it was week two. You know, everyone's optimistic. You're feeling good. There's just no feeling like that. And you think that the Jets are somehow going to go like 10-7. And, and then what happened? Then we went 4-13, DJ. <laughs> no, I'm going to get it! <laughs> That's what happened. That was brutal. Four picks. Oh. Yeah, that was really like That was a horrific game. That and the Bills game after the... I don't know. There was a couple of really bad. Like White Part Two when you came back and <laughs> after Indy, right? Yeah, exactly. That game sucked. The other, the Broncos game sucked. The the Week 18 Bills game sucked. But there were some like fun games this year, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially yeah, the Miami game. Miami on the road, which is where I'm going with my next pick, is the third and long lateral play. So oh. they they kept. I, I forget. I think Crowder called it coming across the middle. Through it to Barrios, across field to Barrios, that play, and I don't want to spoil another pick. I'll wait till the end for honorable mention. But Lafleur did that two or three times on third, third and fifteen, third and fourteen. A lot of teams will run a draw or a screen that gets you nothing. Lafleur got creative multiple times, and I'm happy he did that lateral play. I think it kind of broke the broke Twitter for a couple minutes, like Bleacher Report, all those big sites that the Jets usually don't get featured on for positive things had that play running. So I'll go with the ladder on third long. Someone ran that play also the next week and it didn't work. People were like the Jets did it better. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't do it like the Jets. DJ's got back to back picks here. Look at the Buccaneers did it. Did the Bucks do it? Those, I thought Gronk. Yeah. Scums. The Bucks struggle with all things Jets. DJ, what do you got? You got back to back picks here. Back to back picks. All right, so now I'm gonna use the Keenan Cole, the throw the Keenan Cole. I think that one was more impressive than the one to uh, Corey Davis. The one on like the um, one yard line you're talking about, or the, the one in the Titans game? Titans game. Titans. Yeah, yeah. And if Cole doesn't fall down like an asshole, he scores a touchdown, and then it's like way cooler highlight. Yeah, it would be number one. Yeah, not completely. Huh. Yeah, it probably would have been number one. Been like a seventy some yard touchdown. Yeah. And it was okay, a close moment. I think that gave us the lead after that. The Jets yeah, um, 
DJ needs another pick. I'm trying to think. I'm tick, trying tick, to think. Tick, tick, tick. The fucking... Yeah. Keelan called it like a weird year. <laughs> hey, man. Either like I said, y'all receiving core was pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, too, when, like, you know, your first three guys get hurt is difficult. And Elijah Moore, so, I think I think Elijah Moore would have played down the stretch if the Jets were in contention kind of thing. But man, I'm not I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm not in the fucking building. I don't know if his, <laughs> if his quad is ruined. <laughs> uh, no my, my next one is, yeah? is the Shaq interception. Oh, doubling up on the Mike White game. I like that. That was another one on my list, too. All right. Is that – DJ, is that five for you? Is that all five? Yeah, that's all five. Okay. Man, are you keeping track of this? I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. I just look at my list. You guys just took all of my answers. So we'll have everything recorded. And Sauce, you're up, no? think i am oh shit please don't take mine it's very out of the box i'm in between two it's very difficult but i'll take the fact that moment of the year um i think the seahawks losing to the bears in horrific fashion was my it's not a jet moment but i'm counting it because a draft pick so the the bears are the Seahawks have a 99% chance to win that game. And the Bears get a touchdown, 24-17, get another crazy touchdown under a minute left, and then go for two. They try to run a rub route. It's not open at all. And they just throw it to the back of the end zone, and a guy makes a crazy catch. So that impacts yeah. the, the Seattle draft spot. And really the momentum, I mean, if, if, the, if the Seahawks win that game, I think they're picking – they could pick as low as 14. And we still have a top 10 pick now because of that game. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Being it's fucking Demir Bird was the two-point conversion. Yeah. And Jimmy Graham in the year 2021. All right, Mike. Uh, my final pick, I'm going to go with the Jets forcing Antonio Brown into retirement at halftime. That was crazy. How the hell did that happen? What? I don't know. But DJ, DJ got were you there? You must have been there. Yeah, right? That was a home game. Antonio when, uh, Brown. Oh, that! Oh my god, that there, man! It's crazy. Like most everybody in the press box didn't see it. Nobody in the press box saw it live. Cause we were all like, cause Tom Brady and them, they were driving. It was, there was a play. Like 30. Yeah, and he just ran onto the field, took his shirt <laughs> off. But like, like, oh my god, like that's probably like my most viewed thing so far um, throughout the season, like. Click wise, that's probably like I just checked it the other day. I did not realize how many clicks it did. Like it's like shitting on everything. The only thing that comes even close to it is when I did a story getting like expert reviews on Justin Field versus Zach Wilson. That is the only thing that comes close. Antonio <laughs> um, Brown's losing his mind. Yeah, so I, I was writing something this morning. You know, I wrote about Zach Wilson's rookie season and um, just like you know the you know two two tales of the season, the ups and downs. Um, and I mentioned that the, the Bucks game, and I said, if it wasn't for Antonio Brown's viral exit, third quarter exit, and a failed fourth down, Zach Wilson would have dominated the NFL news for the week. Because he would have been a he'd have been the quarterback to lead his team to upset win over Tom Brady. 
he would have dominated the 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 news waves, but oh, he played great. And then that was that. So that made a good point. They should have called twelve men on the field. I can't just run on the field. You got a point. Another game. Also, DJ got a lot of hate on Twitter. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> he was like, Antonio Brown is just another guy from Miami. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's an asshole. Like, leave it be. And then everyone's like, he's obviously going through mental health. And like, he could be, but you're not a doctor and neither is DJ. So everyone can have an opinion on it and not care that much. And you took a ton of heat. And I was like, I don't think it's very, I don't think it was warranted, to be honest. Well, like, I tweeted out specifically, like, I would say that Antonio Brown one of a kind, but he's another dude from Miami. Like, I've met people that act like that are from Miami. Like, like me and my homeboy, Johnny, we talk about it all the time. Just, just another guy from the crib. That's exactly what we say. Just another guy from the crib. Because that's how people from South Florida, some, not everybody, obviously. Not, not everybody, but there's a good amount of people from South Florida that act very similarly to Antonio Brown, who also played football. But what Antonio Brown did is something that I've seen kids do at, like, PB practices done in, like, high school, middle school. Like, I've seen it before, where it's like, oh, coach, try me. Take off my pads, and they go home. <laughs> Mike, your he girlfriend did. is from South Florida. So any any nerves there? Is, is that? It's tough. She's you know, from Miami. Well, she's not from there, but I know what you mean. But, yes, <laughs> she <laughs> – if she was from there, there's a, I mean, unless you know the, if she wants to take off her shirt and around, that's fine. Antonio <laughs> Brown, <laughs> I have no problem with that. She did whatever she wants inside no, a, the, the house. That was a good draft. Appreciate the. Uh, we'll put out a graphic and we'll do some voting on those. But get some interaction. Beach, what do you want in the? Uh, what do you think in the off season? What are the Jets gonna do? Are they gonna go get Calvin Ridley? I don't know yet. I gotta do some research. Yeah. That's what I'm- about um like in the off season like the fans the readers they care about what the team is going to do not not your opinion the fans they care about my opinion during the season during training camp but in the off season they just want to they want to know what the team may or may not do yeah so i'm really excited to like figure out um and actually like try to like dig dig and Figure out where their head is at with certain position groups and things of that nature. Because I just can't write a whole offseason, just my opinion. Like, that's fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to, like, get some tidbits. Like, oh, because, like, now that we've gone through a whole season, like, I remember before the draft, you know, obviously I didn't have that many sources within the building, but I had a couple. And I remember before the draft, I had a conversation with, um, you know, someone in the building. Um and I remember he said, you know, we're going to get a quarterback, whatever. Now we got to get him weapons. And I was like, wait a minute. Y'all got Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Keenan Cole, Jimmy's and Crowder. He was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was like, well, you know, Corey, he hasn't done anything for us in, in, in New York. Jameson, you know, he's the only one that's done something for us. Keenan hasn't done anything, you know. And I was like, interesting. But, like, it, I didn't put two and two together. I remember I was walking – the other day, and I'm, wa- I'm walking to my apartment, and I'm just, you know, you know, sometimes you ran and start thinking, they're like, oh, shit. I didn't even put that together. That they Elijah were- Moore. And obviously, they went and they got Elijah Moore. Yeah. And I remember that same guy, because we talked a few times, every single time we talked draft stuff, he was always like, man, I really, we, I really like that kid from USC. 
I re- and I really like that kid from USC. I, 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 Vera Tucker, I really like that kid. And I was like, oh. you know, I keep hearing that. Kept hearing it, you know, because he was like, we, we got to get him weapons and we got we to get him protection. I really like that kid from USC. And I'm like, okay. And I remember, I think one of my one of my stories, I might have like hinted at it. I got to find it, but I don't remember like exactly what I said, but I hinted at it a little bit. And I'm gonna um, say, you gotta be you gotta be careful with that, right? Obviously. Yeah, you know. yeah, you gotta be careful how you you word things. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be careful how you word things. Um, you also can't tell too many people because then a team could trade up. Like John Isaac. Yeah, exactly. John Isaac was like, we need to get speed and we need a weapon. And then the Rams trade up to get Tavon Austin in front of us. So <laughs> be careful on a Jets perspective. But I love the idea that you have people that can give you those tidbits. Because you broke news this year, which doesn't happen a lot from the Jets beat. I know everyone has a every agent has a handshake agreement with a Schefter or rap, but you broke JFM and you were on all those Twitter threads of you know per DJ Bienemy, the JFM extension. How did that come about and how did you break that? Oh, I mean, I just reached out to I just reached out to his agent. I mean, bro, a lot of this shit just come down to like how many agents, how many agents fuck with you and they're willing to give you information. Like, yeah, you can get some information from, like, the people within the building, too. But, like, there's only so many people that, like, are directly involved with, like, transactional stuff. Like, Joe Douglas is not going to just tell a reporter, yo, I'm going to trade for uh, LDT or I'm going to trade for blank. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not going to do that. Um, so I just built a, you know, relationship with um, JFM's agent, and he just mm-hmm. gave me he he, uh, he really like gravitated towards me once I I sent him Josh is it Josh Adams no Josh Sweats because from the Eagles defensive end yeah. he I just mentioned I'm like I just sent it to him he just randomly called me and we just had a conversation and that was that let's bring uh, let's bring some agents to the strip club build some rapport <laughs> take them for another town that go a long way <laughs> we get all the DJs just breaking every scoop. <laughs> How's this guy do it? <laughs> but I mean that that was basically that, you know what I'm saying? Um so I mean, you know, draft stuff coming up, uh free agency coming up. I'm gonna you know try to do the best I can. Are you um, going to Vegas for the draft? Nah, nah, I mean I ain't gonna go to Vegas. Well you cut you draw the line at London? Vegas for the drive, I would not be Buffalo. They would not be anything on time, no deadlines. <laughs> DJ's just gonna be like Blacked out of his hotel room. <laughs> Where is this guy? Blacked out at a table. I'll put all my money on black or red playing Russian roulette. Just oh, shit, the draft started. Drafted uh, uh, Garrett Wilson from Miami. Take care. <laughs> hey. It's Ohio State. It's Ohio State, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the whole comments, every single comment would be that. <laughs> I, I love it. I want to break one story. Like I broke one this year that the Jets, then the, the promotion for the Jets Bengals game where they were giving you a tote bag of like green giant, like sp- sponsored by. I tweeted, I'm like, hey, watch out for that tote bag <laughs> when you enter the stadium. And then someone sent me a picture and like, you were right. I kind of heard it on the radio and I tweeted it out as like a fact. But I hate accounts out there. And DJ, you probably see it all the time when they're like, I'm hearing X, Y, and Z, and, and you're, it's an educated guess. And if you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you look like an asshole. And then people are like, oh, they changed their mind. You were right. 
I hate the educated guest Twitter. It's my least favorite thing ever, 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 ever. I agree. Uh, yeah, now I can put it. I've seen somebody put out a, like Braxton Barrios and the, the 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 Jets were starting negotiations or whatnot. I'm like, you stadium. I'm like, his agent is Drew Rosenhaus. So whenever, whenever let's say Braxton does sign an extension, Drew's breaking that because every time. One Drew's clients does something, Adam Schefter will tweet it out and then put at Drew Rosenhaus. So that's not even like if I'm being all the way 1K, unless like I'm because Drew's not going to give anybody anything outside of like you know those type of guys or people that like he's really really close with. Um, like I, I mean, I, I wouldn't chase that story. Like, one, if, yeah, y'all know my views on Braxton Berrios, fine player, replaceable. I'm not chasing that story for for a hundred being honest. Um, like that's not worth my. I mean, you but you'd have to get in the building and like hear from somebody else, like that's like in the front office. And like, oh, Braxton just signed an extension or whatnot. You should and, try to hit up his girlfriend. Talk to her. That'll be <laughs> Sophia. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, Barrios people. I mean, the Jeff fans are like all over Barrios. They love this guy. <clears throat> I was never so high on him until, but this year he was terrific. He was. You know, clutch and says all the right things and, you know, faster than I thought. So, I don't know. I think the Jets at this point, if the Jets don't bring him back, the fans are going to be kind of pissed. They might as well just – Woody Johnson doesn't have uh, much goodwill to play with here. I mean, like, let's be honest, though. If they don't bring him back, like, that's Whatever. Sucks. Yeah. That's... Whatever. Like, yeah, it's not going to, like, make or break the franchise. But they, Like, it's about Zach – I see people say, "Oh, well, he has chemistry with Zach." Everybody got chemistry with Zach, dog. Like, yeah, like, Corey. Yeah, chemistry with Corey, Elijah. Like, there's a reason why, at the end of training camp, the first, the, the number three receivers, the top three receivers were Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, and Jameson Crowder slash Keenan Cole. Like, like these coaches, they they know who are the, the better players. And then I've seen people comparing him to Wes Walker and Julian yeah. Edelman. I'm like, yo. Yeah. That's so racist. He was so lazy. Like, okay, Braxton Barrios is 5'9", 5'10", 180, white. Let me compare him to every 5'10", 5'10", white guy. Danny Amendola. Yeah. Compare him to, like, Humphreys. Like, he plays like Taylor Austin. He plays like Jakeem Grant. Like, no, I, can't, I can't see it. No. <laughs> I mean, if you go say, if you go say what's Walker, why not just go all the way and say Antonio Brown? They all the same. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> DJ, we'll we'll wrap up soon. Um, I know you've been very gracious with your time. What are your thoughts on the whole Zach Wilson leadership thing? Because from what it seems like on social media and the players and press conferences, they really gravitate towards Zach. I think he's a good dude. Yes, he comes for money, but a lot of stuff came out after that Buccaneers fourth and two and. And the QB sneak and the SNY guys were very critical of Zach Wilson at the time, although I've heard them in the past be more supportive of his growth. But as a leader, do you think that's a problem in the future? I personally don't from what I've seen, but you're closer to the building. Um, so I've talked to um, I've talked to uh, Legere about, you know, the whole entire tidbit in the whole entire segment. And he was just more like, obviously, he got sensationalized. You know, that that's just social media. That's just how stuff goes sometimes. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like my question to him after uh, to Zach after the Dolphins game, but that's not here, not there. Um, <laughs> um, it was we, we can circle back to that, but yeah, I want to get back to that. I don't think I don't think Zach Wilson's selfish. I think he so Legere was saying that he really meant Zach Wilson made a selfish play, right? And he says that players do that all the time, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm trying to make something happen. I'm gonna try to take things into my own hands. That happens from time to time. Um, sure. I don't think Zach was thinking that way. I think Zach, you know, 22-year-old kid, I think he had a brain fart, right? Like, you know, like he was running the play to the best of his ability that he thought, and there was an option too, right? And he thought he saw something. Because he said, like, I thought, you know, the A-gap was open, yada, yada, I can go get it. Whatever. Yeah, they sh- I think they shifted late. Someone was doing a little, like, a video review, you know. Right. And, you know, like, it is what it is. Like, like you know, shit happens. And, and before say to communicate that well to Zach, it is what it is. Shit happens. Um, so I don't think it was more a selfish play. I don't think the the team views him as a selfish player. Uh, I don't think they view it. I think it's too early in that, and I think the one team's too young, right? Like, think about a lot of contri- key contributors on the team. Most of them are young. Like some of the best players, Elijah Red Tucker, one first year in Bryce Hall, two years in Michael Carter, Michael Carter, Michael Carter second rookies, yeah. Elijah. Rookie, you feel me? A lot of good guys. Yeah, Makai Becton, rookie. I mean, well, second year player. Um, Quincy Williams. This this like his first. Like I think this is what this he's apparently he's twenty five. I was shocked by that. He's twenty five yeah. years old. But you know, this third year in the NFL. Um, Ashley Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like second year. Elijah Riley, third year. Brandon Echols, <laughs> first year. So yeah. like, Quinn, third year. So like a yeah. lot of the guys are really really young. And on top of that, like, you know, like, yeah, CJ Mosey's pretty old, but, like, CJ's a team-first guy. Like, CJ's not going to ruffle feathers in that aspect. He's going to be about galvanizing the troops and keeping everything together. So I don't um, I don't really foresee that really being much of an issue um, right now. I don't really see the much being – all this shit come down to, like, after a while, it just come down to, like, can he play or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, can he, like yes, – then, gonna- then they'll like him if he plays well. Yeah. And yeah. – he put Zach Zach posts on Instagram and everyone comments like, "Oh, you're the all the players like you're the man, whatever." I think. That's more like fans pay attention to that. I don't really pay too much attention to that because like, like the dol- like Dolphins like when Tua posts like there's players his teammates in his comments, but there are players in that that locker room that want Deshaun Watson, and they don't believe him. that. That's how the shit. That's how the shit go. You know what I'm saying? Like there are some players that didn't um that didn't fuck with. Josh Allen to start off, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, yeah. I know I was in that locker room that was like, yo, I ain't because well, it wasn't like some of it was the tweets that he had. Like, mm-hmm. he was like, yo, all right, you know, I'm, I'm a side, I was side and Josh Allen a little bit, but then it, at the end of the day, come back down to how you play, and that's that. So, um, I mean, like, I don't really read too much into the um, Zach Wilson, uh, quote unquote, selfish tidbit. It was great content. For everybody involved, it was great content for SNY. It was great content for um, Brian Cos, uh, Costello. Great content for him. Uh, it was a great talk, talking point for uh, Jet Media fans. It was, it, it, was, it was great all the way around because they put that out. Now, people, you know, guys like you can now shit on them and <laughs> yeah. do y'all thing. So, at least it wasn't the worst QB sneak in New York sports this year. Ah, it's also very true. Bro. And DJ, your question after the Miami game, 
I defended you and I also defended Zach. I said, I think it's a very fair question. I think Zach's saying, I don't really think about stuff like that in regards to 300 yards. I think that's more him saying, I just want to win the game. But that question that you said broke people's brains. And then Rich had one earlier to the coach and saying, hey, we're not really seeing a lot of progress. People lost their fucking minds. And I got a lot of hate because I quote tweeted, I'm like, it's a fair question. Who cares? They're not. Yeah, the, the younger guys are playing a little better, but you're not winning. So what do you think about those two questions? So well, my question, <clears throat> like, they were losing games because of the offense. Like, the Dolphins game, they lost because the offense scored zero points in the second half. Because at the end of the day, yeah, yes, the, the, they gave up all these rushing yards and yada, 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 yada. But the defense forced two interceptions on two at a time. Although, yeah, they struggled to stop Duke Johnson. But, again, they tied the game up. Um, 24 with Brendan Ackles interception. Right. And again, like you just can't win game when your offense is putting on he's putting up under 300 yards of all it's just it's impossible. It's it, you're you're asking for a lot. It, it, is it is it not? Um, you know, he's scoring I think they scored 17 points like throughout that whole entire, you know, that 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 window when he came back. It's not a coincidence that against the Jags, where they won, they almost had 400 yards, they had 26 points. Yep. They won against the Bucks, but they almost won that game. They put 24 points, almost 400 yards. It's not a coincidence. It all goes hand in hand. Yes, the defense stinks. We get that. A blind man could see that. <laughs> but again, like, if you score points and keep the defense off the field or let them play with a lead, they're going to play better. That's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, and – me asking that question, like, because it kind of hit me, like, midweek. It's funny, like, I asked Robert Sala the same question. And he said, like, it's all, all of us. And and it's funny, like, when we act, because I, I was asking Robert Sala, like, since week five, you guys have allowed the most rushing yards in the entire NFL and the most rushing touchdowns. Like, is that the reason why you're – like, how much has that contributed to your defense struggling? And nobody was like, oh, my God, why are you asking that question to Robert Sala? I was like, no, nah, you know, yeah. <laughs> The great Jets Twitter voice. <laughs> That's the Jets Twitter. Uh, it's no like, oh my god, like why are you asking him that? That's a bad question. It was like, I know that's true, but when I exact that, it's oh my god, it's a terrible question. But you know, it's so funny. Like, you know, you had I was getting quote unquote ratioed, but like what people also forget, like with all the comments, is the amount of people that was also liking the question too, right? So it, it was just polarizing, right? It's like. You know, there's not that many people in the middle. It's either like, yeah, that's a good question. Like, the offense needs to play better. And it's like, that's a terrible question. That's why the beat sucks. The beat's toxic. Yada, yada, yada. Brother, the beat's toxic. Brother, listen. All I was, all I asked was, I know I said it's not all on you. I said that. I know it's not all on you. But how much responsibility do you take? All he had to say was, yeah, man, you know, I got to play better. I got to play better. It's on all of us, but it starts with me. I got to play better. And none of this happens. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, but that was a fun moment. That was a fun moment. You know, that was a, that was a, that was a very, very fun moment. You know what I'm saying? So for me, like I, I enjoyed all the heat that came with that. Yeah. You got, you got ratioed about the Barrios thing too. <laughs> That's cracking up. That was just, Which one? The very good. You can find a replacement in the draft and then just <laughs> people immediately. Can't and what was so crazy was like, who they like, what about, Oh, we don't want an Andre Roberts situation. Okay. You guys replaced them with Braxton Berrios. 
It's actually hilarious. <laughs> really good. Well, well, Braxton Burials, you you can't just find that in a draft. You guys found him on. You guys got him off a claim. A, a, a claim on what was it? Waiver, yeah. Claims. There we go. You got him off. Of, so you were able to. You were able to 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 get him out for the dirt cheap. Like, come on now. Let's let's not act like you can't find another Braxton Burials. Like, what? Hey, Connie. I love Connie Scouts. Connie. Connie's great. Connie is like a uh, Connie has obviously been around for a while. She ratioed you on that same tweet. <laughs> she came at and said, "Oh no, you got ratioed by Connie." She was like, "Oh, so I guess you would have paid Wes Walker and Julian Edelman." And I said, "I never said they'll." I always said, "I never said they'll pay him." I never said. I said, "I never said they'll pay him." I, I never Connie. said. I said you replace him because look, look, look. before the season, the offensive line was. So left to right, left tackle was Mackay Beckton, left guard was Elijah Red Tucker, center was Connor McGovernor, right guard was GVR, and right tackle was George Fair. Coming into the season, we all would have said Mackay Beckton was the best offensive lineman on the line. He got hurt week one. George Fair stepped in, replaced him. They kept that left tackle spot, kept shit pushing. Fair James enough. got hurt. Braxton Barrio stepped in. Wasn't much of a beat that was missed. Zach Wilson got hurt. Mike White stepped in. Joe Flacco stepped in. Josh uh, Johnson stepped in. Wasn't a beat missed. Because in the NFL, most players are replaceable. That's why uh, uh, Salah says player A to Z ain't that much of a difference. I saw like the superstars. That's why he says that. I like you that a lot of like a lot of these guys are replaceable. Pure point blank. Like, come on now. That's all I was saying. You, you can find a replacement in the draft. So I guess a, a question for you is if uh, I like that point of if player A is elite, B to Z is is replaceable. Do no, you no, then no, Z okay. are all probable. It's like the superstar stars, they're not in that, they're not in that in that range. Fair, fair. I like that. But do you then move to coaching to coach better, call better plays, better scheme, better develop these A to Z guys? Is that the reason the Jets are four and thirteen? We know there's a talent issue, but because they have a lot, of, call it a lot a lot of Zs on their team, right? Yeah. But I, I'm trying to frame this the right way. Right. There yeah. is concern, and I, I, I think you, you should bring back Oldbrook. I think you should bring back LaFleur, obviously. But there is an avenue to say that this defense cannot be 32nd in the NFL again. When you have a defensive head coach, you can't have it. Agreed. So I think Robert also probably learned that it's not, it shouldn't be A to Z. It should be F to Z. <laughs> I like that. You should tell them that. F to Z. F to Z. Not, not A to Z, because you need some A's, you need some B's, you need some C's, and go out there and make some plays for you. You know what I'm saying? If you got a lot of Z's, you know you got a lot of snoring during the game. I'm just saying. So, um, yeah, so, I, I, you know, I think uh, overall um, – they got to get more talent because you can only coach so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually players got to make plays, right? Like, they end the game against the Bucks. Elijah Riley down the sideline. Like, like Jeff made that play. Much. You got to make yeah. that play. Yeah. Then Jets win the game. Well, probably would have just lost in, like, the next play. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sickening. You've also seen – well, actually, the Dolphins played pretty well against Brady. <clears throat> Wait, wait, Brady? Brady got that teeth kicked in. It was like 42-17. Jacoby Brissett started that game. 
I remember no, being- no, 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 just just in general, just in general. Like you've seen Brady, you know, obviously we as a Dolphins fan, as Jeff fans, we have grown up with Brady just destroying our teams. But the Dolphins had some success against Brady more. Uh, I mean, is it really success when you beat him one time? He goes to play, win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the small victories, DJ. It's the little things. Ah man, listen, it's little until you see holding up that big thing at the end. And then every year you come into the season, you're thinking, can we get a wild card? Because you know you're not winning the. You knew you weren't winning the division. Great point. Yeah. This year with the Bills now is tough. Yeah, but I'm not as I'm not as concerned about the Bills as I was up with the Patriots. Nowhere near. Could the yeah, Patriots like the best defensive coach of all, well, the best head coach of all time, and he's a genius defensively, along with the best players to also ever play. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, and and they have a good infrastructure. You know what I'm saying? They got good O line. They always had a good O line. They always had a good running game. If you got a good running game, good defense, you're gonna be able to win games. And if you have the quarterback like that, you're gonna be able to take it over the top. So they have all the ingredients. The Bills don't have a running game. They just have Josh Allen, who's Okay, I ain't gonna lie. Watching him in person is God damn, bro. Josh Allen, one of one. Well, that's what we're hoping Zach Wilson becomes. Even like Josh Allen? Okay, he can't become Josh Allen. I'm not saying literally Josh Allen, but he has the arm strength. He can move around. He's not gonna run as much as Allen does. But even statistically, like with the weird, you know, the lower completion percentage in the first year, and then you hope it. He kind of settles down and can, if he could figure out like the last couple of weeks, you know, and Zach Wilson only threw, Matt, what's the stat? He had like over 60% completion percentage, what, three times this year, Zach? Yeah. And Josh Allen for the first time this year threw for over, he never threw a 300 yard game with a crowd. That was a stat coming into this year <laughs> because he never threw for over 300 his rookie year. Or there's a weird stat, like, you know what I'm saying? There's a weird stat out there. I think that's what it is. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, All right. If he becomes that, that'd be great. Hey, but I wouldn't bank on that. I'm not banking on anything. It's a pipe dream. But Stafford slash Derek Carr, that because you you can you can win you can win a Super Bowl. I think you can win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. You can win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. I agree with you. I think you can. Well, maybe I think Matt Stafford might win this year. We'll see. Exactly. exactly. So I think they don't got to look like Josh. Josh Allen is like it. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense. A lot of the shit that he can do. Like the type, the type of windows he could fit balls into. Pause. Um, it is that that dude right there is special. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not as worried about the Bills overall as I was um, the Patriots. Like, cause I mean, think about it. That thing they want what eleven games this year or something like that or was the twelve. But he was eleven. Yeah, it's eleven. They won eleven games this year. Like the Patriots right behind them. So I don't. I don't think they're as dynastic as i don't know that's a word but if it is shout out to me if it's not shout out to me put it, um, put it in the next article and see if the auto will happen dj we appreciate you coming on man we can stay a minute after and chat but thanks again for hopping on and and, and talking some jets no problem